Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Menez in the news. And joining us this week is Michael Gorman. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Today we are going back to minute 86, which begins with Lorraine asking George if he's going to kiss her. And ends with uh, the music swelling. So, uh, all right. Well, so this this begins uh, the se- This begins a a, a uh, quite a long sequence, um, in which all of the characters are kind of just in the in in a single spot the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is this is the uh, the sequence that that Mike you uh, you you requested specifically. Yes. Um, it's, it's, I found finding notes for this and doing notes for it. Like I've got a lot of notes, but it's, this whole sequence is, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that it's so, it's a full five minute sequence, Mm -hmm. um, in which, you know, you have two characters that are just off stage and then one character on stage and they kind of don't move from their spots the whole time. Right. (laughs) <laughs> it's really interesting, and it, and I love it for the the low stakes, uh, high the low stakes high stakes of Back to the Future. It's just like it's all right here, right? Um, but it's uh, it's fascinating. So <laughs> that damn ginger kid. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean Satan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That damn ginger kid's back, and uh, Malachi just what's <laughs> what's so what's so terrible about this kid is like. Okay, so we saw him earlier in the movie, and we couldn't identify him. Um, Mike, I said he looked like that redheaded kid that was in like all those teen movies in the nineties. Yes, he that kid was in uh, Can't Hardly Wait, the yeah. quintessential teen movie of the nineties. Plays like the klepto kid, exactly. Yeah. And he was he was Angus's best friend in Angus. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah. He reminds me a lot of that kid. That kid mm-hmm. would never play a bully. Um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> and yet they cast this. Re- I. I'm assuming this is supposed to like make George look even sadder that the kid who would normally get picked on is one of his bullies. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I um, think it's to take George down a couple more pegs. It's, right. It's almost it's, like it's a, got some balls. It's almost like a relapse. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like a relapse. It's like this moment of George, you know, he stood up to Biff and then for some reason he's not standing up to this ginger kid. Yeah. Uh, it's I think maybe he thinks it was a fluke. Biff was maybe a fluke. Yeah. And that's it. But, yeah. It's weird. Oh, God. And this ginger kid is just <clears throat> laughing. Yeah. And it's real trippy again. It's like real when, trippy. <laughs> like, like when Biff was – like just like when Biff was laughing at Lorraine after he pushed her down. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of like trippy. But I would say it's even more trippy because it's like this, this, this ginger kid is like rape dancing with Lorraine. Yeah. Which is just a weird phenomenon in general. Like I don't, yeah. I don't understand that concept. Mm-hmm. At this point in the movie, Lorraine has had enough sexual abuse to last a lifetime. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's really. This is not like a good dance for Lorraine. And she no. uh, under the sea, they said. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's crazy is like she literally, she literally shouts for George. Shouts at the top yep. of her lungs. Shouts for George across the the mm-hmm. the gymnasium. And no one reacts. Yeah. Everyone it was just like, just look the other way. It'll be over soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, <laughs> why is no one standing up 
for Lorraine and this ginger kid. Like, this, like yeah. weird, creepy, like oh, he's so creepy. Yeah. Hans, his laugh Lopechian is kid. Yeah, his his laugh is insane. Like he sounds like he just sounds like a maniacal monster. <laughs> I, and he looks like one too. So yeah, you know, it's true. I think this is the third time that I've I've done this in our in our show. But I I think this is like a misstep in the movie. Like I hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just such a weird The double down. Well well not even the double down, just what just the ginger kid. Like Oh the ginger kid. I just okay. feel like you could have done like something more a more interesting not random thing to like because I kind of like the idea. It's almost sort of like uh you know, I, I, I kind of was reminded of the graduate, you know, how it's at yeah. the end. It's this young couple that's like, "Well, what do we do now?" Like that's kind of interesting, but I don't know. It just feel, it almost feels a little bit cheap all of a sudden, just to like throw this it, ginger kid. Out. I think it's just I think it's the most simplistic way of getting across this thing because they obviously wanted this tension filled moment. They wanted to have the 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 sequence where where uh, uh, Marty gets to play a school dance, right. um, like he's auditioning for in the first act. Mm-hmm. So they wanted that set up and pay off. And so they had to have him on, on the stage and they thought, well, you know, this is like a really cool way to like show that he's on the verge of losing it. Like this is the all hope is lost moment, right? Is what this is. It is weird that they double down on the all hope is lost moment. I I assume because it's more dramatic for George to have his old all hope is lost moment uh, outside with Biff but it's more dramatic for Marty to have it now, so you mm-hmm. get you get that double down. So you get George's all hope is lost, and then you get Marty's, and this is like like you described as like a relapse. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been better, or it would have been it would have been more powerful um, to make it so that it was like they were dancing, and then how you have people commenting on on George, uh, uh, like in the next minute. Um, have people comment on George and Lorraine together, just being like talking to Lorraine, talking through George to Lorraine and saying like, what are you doing dancing with this guy? Yeah. George is a loser, you know, like talking. And then he's just like, ah, they're right. And then he walks away and then is like, no, you know what? They're not right. I'm awesome. And then comes back and kisses her. I feel Mm -hmm. like that would have been like a more powerful moment Mm -hmm. rather than just beating another bully who is actually less of a bully than yeah. Biff was, right. you know? It's like it's like this weird like you beat the ultimate boss and then and then the ga- the video game just like throws you this like little mini shitty one that you have mm-hmm. to also beat. It's, it's weird. It's a we- it's a, a weird move. It. It's a, it's a weird move. A very similar idea to yours. So it okay. it's the dance, right? But everyone's just kind of like, you know, like shuffling around, you know, and George and Lorraine are making conversation and they're kind of like moving, but it's not like romantic yet. And then mm-hmm. he's, you know, in a last desperate act, you know, it's okay. Okay. Time for the slow song. Marty's like fading in and out at this point. Like he's getting ready to die. He doesn't even, he's out of hope, but with his final act, he takes his guitar and he just plays every rose as its thorn. And like that's like uh, Lorraine and George slow dance, and then as they dance, the power of love uh, causes uh, not only for Marty and his siblings to come back, but also three additional McFly uh, siblings. Yeah, all at once. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, 
Um, so, so, okay. So George walks away as the ginger kid is, 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 uh, uh, dancing with her. And then we get Marty and, and he is starting to fade. His, his picture is fading. He lifts up his, uh, his, his creepy green screen hand, um, mm-hmm. that is not attached to his body in any, in any, in any way. Easily the movie's uh, worst <laughs> special effects. I, I mm-hmm. mean, easily the worst special effects in the entire movie. No question. Um, I was actually, every time this part comes up, because he's all sweaty and he lifts his hand up, I'm always expecting his hand to start growing hair like like Teen Wolf. Like, it's just Teen Wolf all over again. <laughs> like, every time it happens, I'm like, and then this is when he turns into a werewolf. Like, Because yep. I think Landis uses the same shot in American Werewolf in London. <laughs> I'm holding his hand up and it turning like stretching out and turning into a werewolf. Um, yeah, it is definitely uh, hands down <laughs> the worst, the worst special effect in the movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, George shows back up and pushes the ginger kid down, um, proving that he is now the bully. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then and then grasps Lorraine and, and brings her close as the music swells. Um, it's interesting. What do you guys it's think about moment. Marty not being able to play guitar? Uh, I think if he's phasing in and out of uh, physical reality, I think that's probably a believable move. So you think it's do you think it's a physical problem or do you think it's a mental problem? Like is Marty forgetting how to play guitar or is he not being able to hold down the strings anymore? I think he to me it's always been that he couldn't hold the strings anymore. That's interesting because for me it was always the opposite until I was watching it in this moment. Interesting. And then I thought, I thought, oh, maybe it's just physical. Maybe I was overthinking this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, they, they, I mean, that moment with the hand, mm-hmm. sort of, I think, dictates that can't. He's having physical problems, like he's right. moving in and out of physical things. I don't right. Know. Right. But, uh, the strings just say, aren't holding. Also, down. to say nothing of the fact that like his brother and sister faded out bit by bit over the week, and he, he's just like he's fading out all at once. Right, it's a little, a little. Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put a timer on these things. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) ticking clock. Yeah, Um, but uh, I don't know, Uh, Nick. What was your, what was your, what was your thought on the, on the whole, not playing guitar thing? Like every other time you've seen this, what? what, I'm trying to think think? about what Marty would have forgotten before it, it, the time decay came for his guitar skills. Like <laughs> yeah. at that point, like what had he already forgotten? Like, I don't know. I've actually thought about that before because I was just like, I wonder what other things was he for- like. like his bowels releasing sat- at this moment? Like, <laughs> well, he sat down, so I thought. Like my my thought was like the way that that Michael J. Fox performs the bit mm-hmm. is that like he he can't play guitar and and so he sits down and that's when that's when the piano player like asks like, hey, what do you what, what's up? Uh, hey boy, what's up? Right, right. Uh, Peckle, um, Peckle, and, what's up? Yeah, and he, and he says like I can't I can't play, um, and so I thought like it was a mental thing because not only had he forgotten how to play guitar, but he'd also forgotten how to walk. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he couldn't he couldn't stand up anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, that could also just be physical. So I really started rethinking my life choices um, watching it. This time. <laughs> Eventually, he's just yeah. in a vegetative state. Like he doesn't even disappear. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This was all in his head. It's yeah, like Johnny got an invalid. It's like Marty, get your guitar. Um, 
Mark Ruffalo comes out, dresses like a detective. Like... <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah, I, I just can't get over this ginger kid. I don't know. Weird casting choice, I gotta say. I feel like you know, because you did see him earlier in the movie. It, maybe it was a case of like Zemeckis just being like, "We need another guy for the scene. We don't have one. He's still around here from that shot we did earlier. Let's just get him in. We're already paying him." Right. Maybe that's why he's that's... so happy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been in that situation. It's it's thrilling. <laughs> yeah. He's so excited. That's why he's laughing maniacally. It's going mm-hmm. into his performance. He's he's really excited. He's like, wait, wait, wait. I get to be I get to be in the movie again, and this time I get to I get to dance with Leah Thompson. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Leah Thompson. I mean, look at me. This is never going to happen again. Yeah, this is never going to happen again in my life. <laughs> I, I I know we've talked about this way back when, but what at this point? What like when kids were going to see Back to the Future that Friday after school? Like what what was Leah Thompson in? Like who was she at the time? I think she was in all all the right moves, right? Okay. The t- Tom Cruise movie. I think that was the big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the big. Oh, and the 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 Space Camp movie. Um. Oh yes, with Eric Stoltz. Right, right, yeah, right. Uh-huh. That's where she knew Eric Stoltz. That's why they had that working relationship wow. prior to Back to the Future. So she she had done those two things. So this re- um, so this really was like her easy A. Yeah, a little bit. You know, and whereas the other ones were kind of like maybe like her the rocker and her like the house bunny. Right. 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 I would I would I would argue I would argue uh Teen Wolf was was uh Michael J. Fox's house bunny, but sure. <laughs> but it's a good house bunny that we all love. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um and who, who doesn't want to watch a story about a werewolf playing basketball? I ask you. And I guess that would make uh Aloha like uh the hard way. <laughs> oh no <laughs> or the Howard the Duck that's oh, true <laughs> oh boy and I guess Doc um, Hollywood would oh was the... it not I don't think Eric Stoltz was in Space Camp I think it was uh, I'm looking at it now I think it's Tate Donovan oh Tate Donovan yeah mm. I was mistaken I he Eric Stoltz was in a movie with Leah Thompson though he was in um, prior to Back to the Sex Future. Lies and Videotape oh that was in like 91 though right yeah, that was later. Yeah. I remember. No, he was in a movie with Leah Thompson um, prior to Mask. Um, I don't know. Um, hey, the kid, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the kid from Mask was in this, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Leah Thompson, uh, Leah Thompson was like the star, like, because Michael J. Fox was a star, but he was a TV star, which is like a different level of star in like the Hollywood system. Well, TV. Yeah, but that wasn't. I don't think that was like a huge, huge hit. I think that was like a you know hit? it was one of those things. Yeah, well, no, not a not a, not a sleeper hit. I just mean like it was one of those things where the studio would consider it a fluke. You know, where where it's like the studio would consider Guardians of the Galaxy a fluke for Chris Pratt if it hadn't been for Jurassic World. Also, okay. you know, sure, yeah. I think it, I think it's more that that kind of thing, um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, either way, uh, Ginger Kid, uh, role of a lifetime. Um, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I don't have anything else for this minute. What no, about you guys? I think I'm good too. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, in the meantime, you can go check out backtothefutureminute.com. Leave comments there. or You can email the show, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Uh, Twitter and Tumblr, we're at BTTF Minute. Uh, Facebook, you can like us there. You can leave us reviews on iTunes. That really helps us out a lot. Go check out our other podcasts, uh, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, which should be coming out. Should be should be either back or about to return this week. Unlike the show, um, you're right? Unlike the show, <laughs> um, which we've got like 18 months uh, before that comes back. Um, and uh, Geek by Night, which uh, should be airing its third episode this Wednesday. So, not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> Nick is directing it, so that could be a very real possibility. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, so that's uh, that's what we got going on. Of course, go check out uh, Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Minute, uh, our, our the other podcasts in the, in the movie Minute family. And we will talk to you tomorrow with Minute Eighty Seven. Bye, everybody. Bye, Yana. Bye.